0: Welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Today's episode is sponsored by The 10 News. Got 10 minutes? Count down to blast off with host Bethany Van Delft every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Get ready for a bite-sized podcast for kids and their adults that explains what's going on in the world. It'll bring you the context that all kids and their adults need to know about events, sports, Science, gaming, pop culture, entertainment, and more. Awesome guests like Lego Masters Judge Amy Corbett, Dr. Anthony Fauci, and the voice of Pokemon's Ash Ketchum are guaranteed to swing by. Make the 10 News part of your family routine to connect, explore, and learn something new. Listen to the 10 News on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, on to some shout-outs. Eli and Etta enjoy the podcast. I'm glad you both like the stories. I think if you two were characters in the valley, you'd be owners of the Magic Vault, and you would guard everyone's magical items so they wouldn't get stolen by villains. Thanks for listening, Eli and Etta. Elia and Oleana shared some awesome coloring pages they finished. Those were great. I think if you two were characters in the valley, you would be the teachers in a dance studio, where you taught dance magic. Thanks for listening, you two. And Willem Vandegraaff from Melbourne, Australia, drew a picture of an artifact he came up with. It's a cat's eye jewel that summons lots of cats every time you're attacked. Willem, if you were a character in the valley, you'd have a magic shop where you created and sold the coolest magical artifacts. Thanks for listening, Willem. Today's episode is titled Mira and the Missing Dragon's Egg Part 4. Last time on Part 3, Mira, Stella, and the dragon were surrounded by a strange shadow monster deep within the caves of the dreadful hollows. We will rejoin Stella and Mira now as they fight off the darkness surrounding them. Mira and Stella held their wands out in front of them, shining their wand lights as bright as they'd go. Dark clouds of shadow surrounded them on all sides, advancing closer and closer. The light from their wands seemed to be keeping the monster at bay but the lights were slowly going out, as if the darkness was swallowing up all the light in the room. The wand lights keep getting dimmer, said Mira. The beast is going to put them out. The dragon still cowered in fear at the girl's feet. It just hatched minutes ago, and already a strange shadow monster was trying to steal it and take its power. The baby dragon was terrified. What are we supposed to do? asked Stella in a panic. I thought this super-powerful dragon would save us from anything. Mira was thinking the same thing. She did not have a solution. So, she suggested the next best thing to an actual plan. Shoot fireballs and run! yelled Mira. She held out her wand and tried to shoot a fireball to clear a path to the door. Her magic went goofy, though, and instead of a fireball, a bunch of red and yellow painted ping-pong balls popped out of her wand. Ugh, come on, said Mira, frustrated that her goofy magic was putting them in danger. But at least the ping pong balls were glowing. The little plastic balls made a rattling sound as they bounced toward the door. The light from the balls pushed the shadow beast away, creating a path for them to run for the door. The three of them dashed out of the room. As they ran out, Stella turned and blasted a fireball spell at the shadow monster chasing them. Instead of fireballs, hundreds of red, orange, and yellow streamers shot from her wand, as if she were celebrating at a birthday party for an evil shadow monster. Stella, Mira, and the dragon made it out the door, and they ran down the hall. The shadow beast pursued them. They turned and looked back as they ran down the hallway. The darkness of the shadow monster enveloped the entire tunnel. It was completely black, as if everything behind them was turning to nothing. The little dragon leaped and ran along with the girls. It was much faster than they were, and it often ran out ahead of them and then turned to wait for them to catch up. Mira and Stella exhausted themselves running through the cave tunnels. They knew they couldn't keep up this speed until they reached the entrance. It would take hours. But running was all they could do right now. The dragon barreled through the stone halls at breakneck speed. The girls struggled to keep up, and the long arms of the shadow beast reached out to the girls as it chased them. Soon they reached the edge of the tunnel. They looked over the huge gap and wondered how they would get across this time. Can the dragon even fly? Asked Mira. Maybe it can carry us over. Come on, dragon. Come over here to me, Stella said in the same voice she used to talk to puppies. She sat crouched next to the very edge of the cliff. The dragon cautiously crept out toward her. Peering over the edge, obviously afraid of this steep drop, the little newborn dragon was so afraid that it was on its belly, scooting out near Stella and the cliff's edge slowly. Well, I don't know if it can fly, but it certainly is afraid of heights, said Mira. The girls then turned back to the tunnel. Long vines of darkness seeped out, reaching out for them. The snake-like shapes of darkness slid silently on the ground toward the girls and the dragon as they huddled near the edge of the cliff. A dark figure stepped out from the tunnel now. It looked like a scribbled drawing of a tall human, like a, a shadow scribble of legs, arms, a body, and a head. The dragon is mine, the creature spoke. Stella and Mira held out their wands now. The tip of their wands each glowed faintly, like a flickering candle. They were using all their magical power to light their wands as bright as possible. But the shadow monster's evil was too much for them. The dark power of the shadow beast was slowly turning out their lights. We can't beat it, said Mira. Do we take our chances and jump down there? "'As much as I would love for there to be a big stack of pillows at the bottom,' said Stella, "'I think that would be the end of us.' "'Yeah, well, it kind of feels like the end of us either way,' said Mira. Stella couldn't disagree. They were in a real bind here, and they didn't know what to do. "'We've got to try and use our magic, Stella,' said Mira. "'Let's, let's try and turn ourselves into pterodactyls or something. Then we'll be big enough to carry the dragon across.' "'But what if the magic goes wonky?' said Stella. We don't have any other choice here, said Mira. We've just got to trust it'll work. The girls each lifted their wands to cast their spell. Before they could whisper the secret words, something strange happened. The dragon, still terrified of the surrounding darkness and the cliff's edge nearby, began to tremble. Its entire body shook. Stella and Mira were each kneeling on the ground, leaning against the little dragon. They each had one of their arms draped over the dragon to protect it and the other hand holding their wands up in the air, their dim lights barely keeping the shadow beast at bay. The girls felt the dragon trembling. They looked down briefly to see the dragon's eyes begin to glow. The dragon looked up to Mira. Mira looked down and they gazed into each other's eyes. Mira saw the dragon's eyes begin to glow. They brightened and brightened and Mira couldn't look away. Your eyes are glowing. What's going on? said Stella to Mira. Mira then felt her body grow hot. She looked down to her arms and hands and saw her skin change color. Her skin turned to a swirling mix of colors as if it had been tie-dyed. The dragon looked up to Stella now and the same thing happened. Her eyes glowed bright and her skin turned into swirling rainbow colors. The girls were shocked. They had no idea what was happening. The light from their glowing eyes and skin kept the darkness back for now. The girls looked up to see each other's glowing eyes. They held their hands up in front of themselves to watch the bright colors swirl on their skin. They noticed the dragon's eyes still shining and sparkling brightly. And then... Just as quickly as this strange phenomena began, it stopped. Their glowing eyes faded back to normal. The colors and brightness of their skin disappeared. Even the dragon's eyes went back to normal. As these strange magical lights faded, the shadow beast crushed forward. Before the girls could bring their wands back up and light them, the shadow was on them. The shadow beast swiped its arms at them, and they felt the cold nothing of its magic pass through them. Both girls fell to the ground in pain. The dragon screeched in fear and backed up to the edge of the cliff. The shadow beast reached out with its giant black hands to scoop up the dragon. With nowhere to go, the dragon could only cry out for the girls. Mira made a last-second decision to trust her magic. She looked at Stella. We've got to jump, yelled Mira. She held out her wand and added, We have to trust our magic. They had no idea what was at the bottom of this deep chasm. But they knew it was their only chance. They had to trust their magic. The dragon was crying out as the hands of the shadow beast lifted it off the ground. Mira and Stella reached up and grabbed the dragon and pulled. The dark hand of the shadow beast pulled back. Wherever the girls touched the shadow creature's hand or arms, it was as cold as ice. The dragon struggled to fight its way out of the monster's grasp. The girls pulled and pulled, and finally the dragon scrambled free from the clutches of the evil beast and fell to the ground near the girls. The shadow closed in on Mira and Stella. They pushed the dragon off the cliff and jumped after it. The dragon flapped its wings frantically. It hatched only moments ago and was in a terrible panic. Above them a loud roar echoed from the shadow monster. As they fell down into the darkness below, Mira and Stella used their wands to turn themselves into pterodactyls. They hoped that by turning into such huge birds they could carry the dragon to safety. But, as usual, their spell didn't work exactly the way they intended. Mira could see her hands out in front of her, and they were still very much human hands and arms, nothing like the arms and wings of a giant dinosaur bird. But out of the corner of her eye, Mira noticed bright rainbow colors flashing on either side of her. She felt something tight in the middle of her back between her shoulder blades. She turned her head from side to side to see what was in the corners of her vision. What she saw shocked her. Wings. Bright rainbow-colored wings made of light flapped gently behind her. She felt the muscles in her back contract and move and she realized that these were her wings. She looked up to Stella as they continued falling down into this impossibly deep abyss and noticed that she too had rainbow wings sprouting from her back. Their eyes met and the girls dove to grab the dragon who was still flapping its wings desperately. They took hold of the dragon and pumped their wings as hard as they could. The light from their rainbow wings filled the space around them as they lifted back up to the tunnels. The three landed on the stone floor across from the shadow beast. The monster roared at them from the cliff's edge across the chasm. Black wings sprouted from the back of the monster, and it leaped off the cliff and flew toward the girls. In spite of these strange rainbow powers being new to Mira and Stella, It felt like they knew how to use them already. Their instincts kicked in, and the girls pointed their wands at the shadow beast. Blasts of rainbow magic launched out to the winged shadow monster. Crackling balls of multicolored magical power soared through the air. The monster shrieked in pain where the rainbow blasts hit him. Flying in the air above the abyss, the monster dodged left and right. It swung its arms toward Mira and Stella, and black bolts of lightning crackled toward the girls. The dragon hid around the corner of the tunnel, too scared to fight but too loyal to leave his new friends behind. The rainbow wings sprouted out of the girls' backs now disappeared, and the two mages assaulted the shadow monster with their new rainbow magic powers. We need to light this place up, Mira yelled over the crackling energy blasts. Stella silently nodded her head in Mira's direction between blasts and the two girls moved closer to each other. Mira and Stella each took a deep breath and thrust their wands out toward the shadow beast flying above the abyss. Their eyes lit up a golden yellow as intense rainbow magic surged through their bodies. Blankets of rainbow power poured from their wands and whipped through the air. Thick ribbons of multicolored rainbow light flowed through the air like waves cutting into the shadow beast. The monster screamed as the entire room flooded with rainbow magic light and every shadow behind every stone was illuminated and disappeared. The angry cries of the shadow beast faded into a gentle echo and then silence. The rainbow magic lingered and the room Stayed brightly lit. Mira and Stella fell to the ground, exhausted. The room was silent except for their heavy breathing. The dragon trotted over and nudged them and licked their faces. Stella and Mira sat up to pet and console the dragon. So that happened, said Stella. Yeah, I think we... Did dragon here give us rainbow powers or something? Said Mira. I guess so, said Stella. He glowed, then we glowed, and then sprouted rainbow wings, and then defeated an evil shadow monster with rainbow magic, so... yeah. The girls cuddled the dragon some more while they caught their breath. So what do we name him? asked Stella. Magic, answered Mira. Magic the dragon. Mira, Stella, and Magic made their way to the entrance of the dreadful hollows at a leisurely pace, recounting the events of the battle and the feeling of rainbow magic within them. The school board at Riverwood Academy was surprised and impressed with the story of them saving Magic the Rainbow Dragon and defeating the Shadow Beast. Historians documented the retelling, and they got their own book right there in the Riverwood Library about the whole thing. Mira and Stella's magic was a lot less wonky now that they possessed their rainbow powers. Magic, the dragon, gained confidence and learned to fly. But it always felt safest with Mira and Stella, and was never far from the girls. The End Thanks for listening, friends. The website is kidsstoriespodcast.com. Send all your drawings or ideas to Podcast at gmail.com and find tons more stories at patreon.com forward slash Adios.